Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Only two weeks into my call as the new pastor here at St. Paul's, and I was already on my way out. Just two weeks. Two weeks, and I was already on my way out of town with our youth group to go down to New Orleans for the National Youth Gathering. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I had never been to a national youth gathering before. And I had been to New Orleans once before, but I figured this time would be a little bit different since the city would be teeming with high school age youth. And this time I was going as a pastor, supposing to be a leader with our youth group, not as just some clueless tourist. And did I mention the fact that I really hadn't met any of these youth before? I really had not had a chance to actually get to know any of the youth before we left. So there I went, on my way out of town with 24 of our youth and four other adults and an open mind because I had no idea what I was about to experience. And I could stand here and I could go on for hours and hours to you about the wonderful experience that I had down in New Orleans. But my privilege today is to highlight the fact that later on today, our youth are actually going to be in service sharing their experiences with the congregation. Some of our youth will actually stand up here and publicly profess how their faith was impacted by their time down in New Orleans. And so I invite you, maybe later when you see them at some other time, actually personally ask them to share a little bit more about their experiences and how their faith was impacted. But despite all of that, none of us are here today to preach or to speak about ourselves. Today we are all here to proclaim in Christ alone. In Christ alone we have life. In Christ alone we have joy. In Christ alone we have community. In Christ alone yesterday, today, and forever. Now the scripture reading for today's message is from our epistle lesson, from the book of Hebrews chapter 13. And near the the beginning of that scripture reading, we hear these words of instruction. Keep the teaching of Christ. Remember the teaching of those who have gone before you. Remember the teaching of those teachers who have taught before you. Because that message is the same. That message is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that message, that teaching of those teachers who have come before you is the same because that message is the teaching of Jesus Christ. And especially today, I really want to focus in on, in that teaching of Jesus Christ, focus in on his humility. His humility that permeates so much of what he did during his life here on earth. His humility that seems to be front and center of so many of the stories we hear about Jesus. Now think about all the stories you've heard about Jesus. Some of them you've heard many, many times. Think about the story in which Jesus endured ridicule from the other teachers of the land. The teachers of the land who thought they knew the law so well. They thought they knew the law so well, they thought it was their place to criticize and correct and condemn Jesus. Think about the story in which Jesus was betrayed by his disciples. His disciples who loved him, who followed him, who listened to him day after day, and yet betrayed him not once, but multiple times. Think about the story in which Jesus endured the temptation of the devil. Not once, but three times the devil tried to tempt Jesus. And he never once fell. And quite frankly, he could have struck down the devil right then and there, but he didn't. And all of this because of his humility. 
Because of his humility, Jesus endured the ridicule and the betrayal and the temptation. None of the things that he had to endure, but all of it he did because he chose to. Because he is and was God. Now, please take out your bulletins and look at your bulletin. Because on the front cover and the inside front cover of your bulletin today is a copy of the, the banner that was sent home with every church group that went to the National Youth Gathering this year. See, each night there was a professional illustrationist who sketched out the different themes and topics that we discussed at the National Youth Gathering. So look on the inside cover, on the left-hand side, there's some words there. It says, humility. Christ's humility. And right below those words, there's a picture of a man carrying a cross. And kind of behind him is a picture of the cross of Christ on the hill. Because ultimately, Jesus showed his humility on the cross. Jesus showed his humility by taking on the flesh. Jesus showed his humility by taking upon himself the sin of the world. He showed his humility by going to that cross and dying there, but then rising three days later to give you and me life. For you, he humbled himself so that you could have life in him and in him alone. And now, this life that you and I have in him alone, we're called to do something with it. So look down there at the kind of almost the same place on your bulletin. Right below the part about humility, there's this phrase. It says, hashtag, I am an echo. Now that's kind of a contemporary social media, Twitter type way of saying, be the echo of Jesus. Share the message of Jesus Christ to others, to believers and to non-believers alike. Be the echo of Jesus to others. Now in New Orleans, there were a lot of great examples of the youth being the echo. Youth were the echo when they gave out their backpacks full of snacks to the homeless and the hungry on the streets. Some youth were being the echo when they donated their blood at a very timely time because there was a police shooting just cities away in Louisiana. And even more, some youth were being the echo as they spent their time and their physical labor to help improve the community and the areas around. But what about here in De Pere? How can you be the echo of Jesus? Maybe it's as simple as having someone over for dinner. Someone who doesn't really have family or friends around, so you have them over for dinner, showing the love and kindness of Jesus. Or maybe it's as simple as listening to someone else share their faith about Jesus. And they share their faith, and quite frankly, there's some parts of there, things that they believe that you just want to scream about. But you don't. You listen, you listen, and you listen some more. And maybe at the end of that hour-long conversation, or maybe at the end of 13 hour-long conversations, you finally get to share what you believe. And you get to share the true teaching of Jesus Christ, that in Christ alone you have life. As you share the echo of Jesus to others, you are also sharing in the community of Jesus Christ. The community of Jesus Christ that in him has true life, true identity. And it says the very front cover of your bulletin says from the banner, in Christ alone is true joy. It is never changing but forever lasting. And in Christ alone, you, or in Christ alone, you share a part of that community, that community that on the front cover of your bulletin, as I said, misquoted there a bit, but in the front part of your bulletin it says you're part of a diverse, united, and forgiven community. Part of that community that is diverse. 
Now at the National Youth Gathering, there was a lot of diversity. There were youth groups from all different states of the country. Almost all 50 states had a group there. And then there were church groups that were from all different countries. Countries like Australia and Brazil, Vietnam, and more. And then even within our own youth group, St. Paul's group that went down there, there was diversity. Different looks, different abilities, different talents. And then we come back here to the congregation here at St. Paul's, and there's more diversity. Different ages and vocations and dreams. But all those people, the people in New Orleans, the people around the world, the people right here, all of those share a part of the one same community of Jesus Christ. The diverse community that's united in him and united in Christ because they are forgiven in Christ. And being forgiven in Christ, you have eternal salvation. And in that salvation of Jesus Christ, you have true joy. True joy. True joy that, as the banner says on your bulletin, is never changing, but forever lasting. True joy, no matter the affliction you may face in this world. For the man who faces chronic pain every single day. Chronic pain that that changes the way he does every simple daily activity. Chronic pain that changes the normal life he thought he would have. Chronic pain that would normally destroy a person's hopes and dreams, but not for this man. Because for him, he has true joy in Jesus Christ. Joy because he knows that he has eternal salvation and eternal rest in Jesus. And until that day of eternal rest, he has Jesus Christ with him yesterday, today, and forever. And knowing and believing that in Christ alone you have true joy, do not be led astray by the strange and diverse teachings of this world. There's a lot in this world that tries to lead us astray. A lot in this world that tries to pull us away from true joy in Jesus Christ. A lot in this world that tries to tell us we are not good enough. Strange and diverse teachings, like the teachings of other faiths. Other faiths that try to promise you eternal life, but only leave you empty and hopeless. Strange and diverse teachings of science. Science that tries to tell you that all these things in this world just happen naturally rather than coming from a loving God who has a plan for your salvation. Or strange and diverse teachings of this world that are the ordinary things. The ordinary things of this world that become exalted far higher than they ever should. Becoming a good athlete or a good, a good business person or whatever it may be that tries to take you away from finding true joy in Jesus Christ. Because it's in him alone you have true joy. So whatever it is that may tempt you, whatever it is that may try to lead you astray, whatever it is that tries to pull you away from Christ alone, resist it. Fight it. Because it's in him alone that you have true joy. In him alone you have identity. And not just you, but all of you. All of you and all those who've come before you and all those who will come after you have life in Jesus Christ alone. Trusting in him today and forever. Amen. And now may the peace of God which passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And please rise.